This is Today in History, January the 3rd. On this day in 1777, General George Washington's army routed the British in the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey. And in 1870, the groundbreaking took place for the Brooklyn Bridge. Also on this day in 1911, the first postal savings banks were opened by the United States Post Office. Also on this day in 1938, the March of Dimes campaign to fight polio was established by President Franklin D. Roosevelt, who himself had been afflicted with the crippling disease. And on this day in 1959, Alaska became the 49th state as President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a proclamation. And in 1967, Jack Ruby, the man who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, the accused assassin of President John F. Kennedy, died in a Dallas hospital. Had I gone the way I was supposed to go, straight down Main Street, I would never, I would never met this fate because the difference in meeting this fate was. 30 seconds, one way or the other. Also on this day in 1961, in the climax of deteriorating relations between the United States and Fidel Castro's government in Cuba, President Dwight Eisenhower closes the American embassy in Havana and severs diplomatic relations. The actions signaled that the United States was prepared to take extreme measures to oppose Castro's regime, which U.S. officials worried was a beachhead of communism in the Western Hemisphere. The immediate reason cited for the break was Castro's demand that the U.S. Embassy staff be reduced, which followed heated accusations from the Cuban government that America was using the embassy as a base for spies. Also on this day in 1990, Panama's General Manuel Noriega, after holding up for 10 days at the Vatican Embassy in Panama City, surrenders to the United States to face charges of drug trafficking. Well, the U.S. indictments against Noriega were unsealed nearly two years ago. He is charged with conspiracy, racket importing drugs and traveling to further the conspiracy. Among the specifics, allegedly accepting a bribe of more than $4 million from Colombia's violent Medellin cocaine cartel. Now, if he's convicted, he could get up to 145 years in the U.S. prison. Noriega was flown to Miami the following day, and crowds of citizens on the streets of Panama City rejoiced. And on this day in 1993, the greatest comeback in NFL history. And Houston moves out in front now, 34 to 3. On this day, back in 1993, backup quarterback Frank Wright led the Buffalo Bills to a 41-38 overtime victory over the Houston Oilers in the AFC wildcard game that will forever be known to football fans as the comeback. By halftime of the game, Houston was out in front 28-3 behind four touchdown passes from Warren Moon. At the beginning of the second half, things got even darker for Buffalo as Houston's strong safety Bubba McDowell intercepted a pass from Reich, who was filling in for the injured Jim Kelly. McDowell ran 58 yards for another Oiler touchdown, putting the score at 35-3. At this point, many Bills fans headed for the exits, convinced the game was lost. At the end of the game, the Oilers botched a field goal attempt and turned the ball over again, and Reich made a 17-yard touchdown pass to Andre Reid to put Buffalo up 38-35 with less than three minutes left in regulation. Right to throw, in zone, touchdown! 
And in the waning seconds of the game, Houston's Al Del Greco made a 26-yard field goal to tie the score and send it to overtime. On a Houston drive, the Bills defensive back Nate Odoms intercepted a moon pass, which set up a Steve Christie 32-yard field goal attempt. An attempt of 32 yards for the win. It is right down. made it to the Super Bowl that year, but lost to the Dallas Cowboys. It was the third of their four consecutive Super Bowl appearances in which the Bills lost. History is made with the greatest comeback in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills beating the Houston Oilers. January the 3rd, 1993. On this day in history.